M199 without calf bovine serum. Like, who comes up with this shit? Well, welcome welcome to part two, back to part two. This is the Elevated Life Podcast. I'm Noel Cuero. I'm here with my very brilliant guest host, Terry Tiller, and we've been discussing vaccines. We uh, didn't want it to go on too long for part one, so we ended it. Now we're at part two. We're gonna, we've been talking about vaccine ingredients and literally just reading them aloud so that anybody who doesn't understand what's actually in vaccines can just try to pronounce some of these words. I really recommend anybody go on Google and type in vaccine ingredients. And at the very top of the search, out of millions of searches, you will find the CDC website, which many people think are, is owned by the government, but it's actually an independent agency not owned by the government. Uh, but anyway, um, it, it, the CDC's very own website, uh, they have a PDF file that you can download and you, for yourself, can read all the different vaccine ingredients. Uh, and all you need to do is start at the top of the page and read down. And if you can pronounce all these words, I'll give you, um, well, I won't give you anything, but I, I will be impressed. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, you, if you can pronounce all these words, I, I, even for the mo- most well-read person, they are a little challenging sometimes. <laughs> so, okay, Terry. Well, yeah, we were just reading, uh, I think the rotavirus vaccine uh, ingredients, which is just mind boggling, or even maybe we stopped at, uh, polio. I'm not even sure. Oh yeah. Eagle medium. I wasn't sure what Eagle medium was. Well, you know, whatever it may or may not be surprisingly, there's a, there's a couple of reasonable ingredients, but then just, they get right back into mixing all kinds of garbage in it. I mean, unless this is about a marketing tool, uh, why do you need to color it and why do you need to sweeten it? I mean, there's no answer for that. And you mentioned the CDC not being a, a governmental agency, which people assume, most people don't also know that the, the CDC has more than 55 patents of their own. And the head of the CDC, the one who makes the schedule, made an estimated $29 million on one of those vaccines alone. What? Wait, wait. I didn't know that. So wait, the head of the CDC. Okay, please, because educate me on this. The yep. head of the CDC uh, for himself made that much money or this one vaccine, the because it. That has to be not not a pro- profits are probably way more than that. So what are you saying? He made that money personally. That was his share. That, that was, was his share of the. That was his share of the sale of one vaccine was an estimated $29 million. But don't worry, he assures us he's still objective mm-hmm. in his decision uh, policy making stuff. Uh, so you know, saying I mean, it, it, I'm C- saying, in, go ahead, sorry. Sorry, the CDC has pat. Do they actually have patents on these vaccines too? Yeah, they have. They have. I think it's fifty-six uh, um, patents that have been discovered. Probably more <laughs> on the way. Uh, you know, the, the financial ties are are ridiculous. The people who run all of the governing bodies are always shareholders and heads of these other companies. And then when they leave the CDC, next thing you know, they get a you know the head job at Merck. I mean, there's yeah. a revolving door that's going on all the time. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they have over fifty patents themselves. The fact that there's another 270, I mean, here's my challenge to anyone listening. Can you name another 270 uh, diseases or health problems that are just plaguing society that we just must promptly deal with right away that, uh, you know, what are we ever going to do if we didn't address these 200? Who, who can make 
a list of 270. Well, the people who stand to profit from it have figured it out because they've got over 270 new vaccines in the pipeline. And last I checked, if you've ever watched even the most basic court drama on TV, they would call this motive, (laughs) okay? Yeah, major motive, major. You know, what I was going to, I was going to say, you know, we have somebody uh, wanting to ask a question. Do you want to, um, I'm going to wait, wait one question, wait one second, Deb, I'm going to make one more point. And then if we want, you can ask um, us a question and we'll, do you want to take a question, Terry? As you wish. Okay, sure. Um, so I wanted to make one more point is, as everyone knows, years ago, uh, there was all this hoopla made about mercury and vaccines. And... The, what was so interesting about the mercury hype and how they were trying to dispute it and dispel it and say it was just ridiculous and there's no link between mercury and autism and all this craziness. And the whole time I'm, this is going on, I'm screaming at my TV every time I see this nonsense and I'm thinking, why aren't they talking about, okay, Forget mercury, even though we all know mercury is the problem, one of the problems. Why aren't they talking about any of these other dozens, completely dozens of toxic ingredients that they're not talking about? Like formaldehyde, or I mean, formaldehyde alone, or aluminum. Why aren't they talking about these other ingredients, Terry? Well, this is the thing that baffles my mind. I mean, I, I, I despise and loathe the safe vaccine conversation yeah um because if you look at the real scientific data uh, you know uh, blaylock molden lots of people have, have really really looked at this in depth uh there's no such thing as a, as a safe vaccine not in the realm of anything that we see no, I mean, anything no. you introduce to the body that is foreign introduced in an unnatural way yeah. uh, unless we have cell receptor sites for it is right. going to cause a very serious immune reaction exactly. they would state that's the goal but i would also state well, that absolutely causes problems and and this safe vaccine conversation that's only centered around mercury i yeah. get suspicious of because right. we know that there every one of these things has got a list a long list of highly suspicious highly harmful mm-hmm. ingredients And why are we not asking this question? Aluminum has the same or more as mercury. Right. That's what I'm saying. I was screaming at my TV these last several years, just going, why aren't they, how are they conveniently never mentioning any of these other ingredients? It just boggles my mind. I mean, I'm just, I keep looking at this list. I've read this list of all these ingredients a thousand times, and and I still sometimes will see words that pop out at me that I didn't even notice before that are even more alarming. And I think, how can anyone look at this list of ingredients and not be horrified, just literally horrified? There is no amount of safe toxic ingredient that can go in the body. If it's a toxic chemical, it does not belong in the body. There is no safe amount. There is no safe amount. You can say, how can you say to somebody, a little bit of mercury won't hurt you? No, it will. It will hurt you. You just don't know how much your body can take. Everybody's body can take a little bit more or a little bit less of something. You just don't know what your personal limits are. Some people are a little luckier, and they can handle a little more toxic. 
it doesn't matter if I could tolerate it or not. I mean, yeah. some people who still believe in the old school of things give their kids a little nip of alcohol to go to sleep or put yeah. it on a teething infection. They still would not let me inject that same right. alcohol into them with a needle. Right. They would never sign up for that. Never, never. Uh, well, let me, t let me see what I can get this. Okay, Deb, I'm going to take your question. So get ready and talk. I'm unmuting your microphone. Now's your chance, Deb. Ask your question. She's not there. She jumped off. Okay. Well, I, Deb, are you there? Are you ready to ask a question? No. Now's your chance. You've been raising your hand. Are you there? Okay. Yes. No. Oh, she's got a bad connection. I can hear Deb, something. Deb, we can barely hear you. That's Try again. Connection. Try again. Deb. Okay, I'm gonna let. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, there's a delay. Let me try. That. I'm trying to unmute it. It's not. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Deb. Ask your question. Oh. She keeps popping off. Uh, I am the um, Noel and Terry Groovy. <laughs> Cute. Hey, Deb. Uh, so here's a question. Uh, okay, so uh, my son, when he was born and he was little, I wasn't very educated and um, my husband was never on board with anything organic anyway, and he still isn't. So we, we vaccinated him. Um, you know, the doctor told you to do it and you think the doctor is the doctor and then you do what the doctor says. So um, long story short, his immune system is not, is not the greatest. And he's a, also a very picky eater. Whatever I put in front of him is always a struggle. But now he's 11, and he is supposed to go for his last shot, which I don't even know what it is. It's tetanus or uh, whatever. It's like a boost of whatever he had gotten when he was little. And um, if he doesn't get it, he can't get into soccer games or camping trips or anything. And uh, I don't know what to do because now my husband's like, well, you got to give it to him because his immune system is so low. What if he does catch tetanus? And okay. it's so I, I have an answer for you, Deb. I'm going to give you my answer. Then I'll let you <laughs> give you his answer. Did you hear, did you read any of these ingredients? No, I did. Yeah. I, I, I had no idea back in the day when he was little that those things were in it. I thought, okay. I, I thought it was just something because I was vaccinated when I was a kid. Right. I, right. I so, no. But we, we were given one-tenth the amount of vaccines that they're given now. But anyway, now you just heard me read some of these ingredients. You heard Terry read on the soccer games and the schools. And the, there's always exemptions. Always, always, always. You can always get exemption forms. There's no time to get into that now because we're recording the show. But um, I would never in a million years give my child a vaccine in a million years. There's always, there's always a ways around the other stuff. Always. There's always solutions. And what would you say, Terry? Yeah, I would say, you know, when I when I became a permanent resident in the U.S., you know, they, they tried to force me to get a, a bunch of vaccines and, you know, prove I don't have TB and all that stuff. I, I spent literally more than $1,000 um, to avoid that vaccine. I ended up spending almost $1,000 just to, because of a bunch of circumstances, to get a separate TB test. Because the original TB test they want to give me is to inject a small amount of it to see how I react. And of course, the doctor who is, who is you know, certified by Homeland Security or whatever to do these uh, stupid tests, um, 
you know, want to grab my testicles, make me cough, see if that works. You know, that alone should tell us that they're not really caring about health any. And she tries to fear tactic me into taking this vaccine. She said the exemption will never go through. Uh, you're going to end up back here anyway, and you're spending a lot of money for nothing. But for me, it was worth avoiding it at all costs. Not because I thought anything deathly wrong would happen to me because my immune system is really strong. But my point also comes back to whether you, or not. But you did get in, right? They let you uh, get in. Oh, yeah. I, I got through all the exemptions as long as I had to yeah. jump through the hoops and spend the money. Right, exactly. Um, exactly. Okay, yeah. But, uh, but, but at, at the end of the day, you know, when we're so concerned about whether or not we're going to catch this, number one, the mythology that all disease is related to just one thing, one commie bug causes right. this disease, is right. total bullshit. All of it, all, everything about that is bullshit. Yeah. Secondly, if, if, if health or non-health is contagious, if it's something you catch, one of my questions, you know, a friend of mine brought it up to me again recently, I hadn't thought about it in a long time, I've said it before, but is you know, if you can catch my disease, why can't you catch my health? Right. If it's so contagious. <laughs> I mean, I love that. That's great. If, if health and a proper functioning immune system is something you can catch, then you should be able to catch it at equal rates either way. So health is something that you create and that you build. And if you focus on that and this building a strong immune system, you don't have to worry about anything. You know, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put in one aside this controversial, I'll just, just put a drop in the bucket maybe for a future conversation we'll talk about. You know, there are PhD scientists, really, really, really high-end, high-level PhD scientists who talk about the fact that you can be exposed to the supposed HIV virus. The supposed, I, I use the word supposed thousands and thousands and thousands of times and not get it. And As not in you could it. sleep with prostitutes for yeah. a living and yeah. not, not get, get this supposed HIV virus that's, that's killing right. people by the millions, and we're worried about whether or not we're going to catch a cough. Some right. call it whoop, whooping cough. What the hell does whooping mean? It's a cough. <laughs> we're worried about the cough, but we're, we can have sex with prostitutes for a living and not catch HIV. Right. So something doesn't add up. I mean, if my immune system's strong, I'm clearly not a victim or exposed to any of these things. Yes. And so to your point and your question, Deb, uh, I think we both unanimously say do not vaccinate and figure the answers out to the other stuff that you feel your son will not be able to get. Like I said, they'd have to murder me and, and do away with me before I let them put one vaccine in either one of my children or myself or my husband. We don't even walk through the x-rays at the airport. So if that gives you an, I mean, I don't either. And we, and we spend extra money to make sure no one vaccinates our pets either. We do the pet and my, my dogs have never had one single vaccine, not one single vaccine. They have, they don't have rabies vaccines, nothing, nothing. And everybody says, Oh, it's illegal in Florida. You can't do that. Yeah, you can. And I haven't done it. And they'll never have a vaccine either. So that's the answer, Deb. And then but I hope you keep listening. And um, yeah, and no, I'm here. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. no, I wasn't gonna give it to him. Uh, but it's, it's family members are a tough thing to deal with. And they think, you know, well, if he does catch this, it's on you. And that's their problem. That's their problem. We can't, we can never control what anyone else thinks about us. We can only control us and uh, what we do, our thoughts, 
everyone else is always going to have a thousand opinions and good for them. You know what you should tell every single relative who has an opinion about this is why don't they go line up and get all the vaccines done for themselves? Because adults, yeah. because they're going to start requiring and mandating adult vaccinations is coming up very shortly. Don't think that that isn't on the list of uh, that's that's right around the corner. They're going to ask that all adults get vaccinated for the th for when they're not immune to certain things. So, so that's that's coming up next. Ask every adult you know to go line up for all the same vaccines after they read this ingredient list, and you let me know what they say. Uh, yep. Print out this vaccine. Print out this list of ingredients, Deb, from uh, cdc.org, CDC and uh, then show it to everyone in your family, okay? Yeah, and I'll, I'll add two other things that you can think about while you're listening. Now, number one is that the, the burden of proof is on the person making the extraordinary claim. Yes. And I would state that the extraordinary claim is that you can improve your health with known documented poisons. On the CDC's website themselves, they have an, I think it's called ASTDR. Let me uh, pull that up. Director, oh, okay. Directory, where you can go in and type in these individual ingredients, and they will tell you right in your face that they're harmful. Which but, ones? Uh, oh, you just, just go type in mercury on the ASTDR. Um, ASTDR? I, yeah, uh, if you Google like. I think it's I think it's ASTD. I forgot the acronym correctly. Okay, that's okay. You keep talking. I'm gonna look. You're right. And so so um, but my point. Someone's making the extraordinary claim that poison is what creates health and poison improves health. That is a wildly extraordinary claim, and I would force them to back it up and validate it because you're trying to tell me. And you ask them, okay, would you would you consider tequila as a poison? And I would say, well, yeah, yeah, to some degree. Well, does it improve your health? No, it doesn't. Okay, uh, find me something else in the kitchen. Let's go to the garage and find things with skull and crossbones on it. Would you drink them? <laughs> okay, because every bottle in your home's got a skull and crossbone warning on it. So w would you drink it? Do you believe that this improves health? It says danger, poison, warning on it. Does it improve health? No. Then why is it in the vaccine? Or why do you believe that this poison will create health, but this poison won't? Furthermore, the other thing I ask people is if you want to get through to family and friends, you have to remember there is no such thing as a hometown expert. They cannot right. ever hear anything from you. Don't even. That is true. Time. That is true. That you is have to put them in front of out-of-town experts. That's so true. They need to hear it from somebody else. If it's you, they're not going to listen. And pick a short little like a two-minute video that's full of common sense so the average person is forced to think and it's not all kinds of terms over their head so they can't say but 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 the government recommends it how about did you know the cdc here's a video about the cdc's 50 plus patents here's a two-minute video of a doctor asking why the hell there are no vitamins and minerals in it but there's a list of the who's who most toxic substances known to man in the damn vaccines please forward another explanation and ask whoever's telling you that you need it to forward the explanation. Hold yeah. them to the standard of forwarding a real scientifically valid explanation for why MSG and food coloring dyes are in there. Forward me a good explanation. Because here's the thing, in any other thing, in a court case, in any other document, in any other thing, one missing element that does not make sense in the story tends to be 
considered valid to pick the whole thing apart. If you can't make a valid case for MSG, if you can't make a valid case for any of the sweeteners, if you can't make a valid case for the dyes or the mercury or the aluminum or the formaldehyde, if you can't make a documented case for one of them, you have to. A reasonable, logically consistent person must call the entire thing into question after that. That is 100% true, and that is such... And, and you literally tied it up in a bow with that statement, uh, period. You know, there's, period. No, there's nothing else to say. There's no, I mean, you just summarized it brilliantly. If, there's, if you can call in a question one of the ingredients and then you can call in a question even multiple, you, you, then you have no, you cannot say it's safe or helpful or that it's adding adding value to somebody's life. It's adding uh, health to anybody's life. If if it's not a nutrient, it should not be going in the body. If like it's not a nutrient. Hundreds of thousands of people have been infused intravenously and intramuscularly with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of grams of vitamin C. And it's been well documented, not to be perfect, not to be miraculous, but very, very extremely well documented to be beneficial to the body on many, many levels and safe and effective. Why the hell? The sheer fact that every single vaccine on the planet does not have a good solid dose of that should be reason enough for everybody to call the entire thing into question. I mean, that alone. Why is it not in there? When, when, when people are having severe immune reactions, having severe uh, anaphylactic shocks and problems, uh, there's a many different substances that are used and people are poisoned in the hospital. If they're worried about attenuating an overexcited immune system, one of the number one substances in the world for doing that is magnesium. magnesium. Why the hell is magnesium not in large doses in every single one of these if they were concerned at all about your health, that maybe this virus or these other bad ingredients that are necessary evils, as they would say, they're worried about these necessary evils causing you problems. Why did they not simultaneously put things that attenuate and minimize those potential problems at the same time if the intent was to create health? That is 100% true. Great question. And, you know, why are what about iodine? Like you said before, iodine, if they're really uh, concerned about killing viruses or preserving something, why aren't they putting iodine in as an ingredient? Iodine is one of the oldest, most proven virus, mold, fungus, bacteria killers, and it's safe and it's actually helpful for the body. Why wouldn't they put that in? It's such a known deficiency, they add it to the damn table salt. They know that everyone's missing it and need it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so why wouldn't they put that in? I why is it not in there? There's no explanation for why it's not in there. If they were concerned about your lifetime health, and, and, and many studies have shown that re- reduced IQs result from iodine deficiency. I mean, you, you, can, you can get extreme brain disorders from iodine deficiency. Every single vaccine could have easily provided a small dose that accumulates of iodine to protect against that problem. If it was all about protecting the kids, the, the vaccines would be filled with them. It should, there's no, there is no reasonable, rational, logical, or scientific reason for it not to be there. There's none. There is no explanation none. someone could forward. 
You know, my, I don't know if you know this, Terry, but my son, who's 12 years old, he has Down syndrome. And uh, he was not diagnosed with Down syndrome. They missed it prenatally because all the, all the scans and the tests and everything was always normal. And he was born very healthy. And in fact, they didn't even know he had Down syndrome after he was born. It took them two months to confirm it uh, because he was so typical and he didn't quote unquote look like he had Down syndrome. And they, you know, and he got the nine nine on the APGAR scale and he was nursing and he was healthy and they were maybe a little suspicious, but they just didn't know. And anyway, you know, when you have Down syndrome as a child, whatever, you have an extra chromosome. So he's got 48 chromosomes instead uh, I'm sorry, 47 chromosomes instead of 46. And um, he's got three on the 21st chromosome. So I guess that's the, that's the genetic flaw in this or the, the mutation in this. I don't like to call it a disease. I don't even like to call it Down syndrome. I just say it because that's what people recognize. But what I know is that kids with Down syndrome automatically have an iodine deficiency. They're born with, uh, they're born with the, uh, their bodies don't absorb iodine as well. And when he was born, that's one of the reasons I got so involved in uh, researching, obsessively researching nutritional healing, cognitive function, neurological function. I mean, I became, you know, I would interview scientists and doctors all over the world, and I just became obsessed with understanding uh, how the brain develops. And, you know, we've tried to be real proactive with him nutritionally and supplementally. But yeah, he'll, he has, he always will lean towards an iodine deficiency and, uh, uh, you know, thyroid imbalances if we're not uh, real proactive with that. And, you know, it, I think that he does as well as he does because we stay on top of it, but yeah, it totally affects your, your, your cognitive function when you're iodine deficient, but it affects basically everything, all the functions in the body to some degree. Right, and they had a perfect opportunity to rectify it and, and stick with their message of benevolence and just drop the ball and didn't bother. I mean, yeah. that, that's the part that's mind-boggling. Yeah. It's like you, you, if you study this long enough unemotionally to remove all emotions, all objectivity, all guilt, past guilt, forgive your parents, whatever yeah. stuff, whatever you want to believe to be true about vaccines, forget about what you want to believe to be true. Forget about all the programming. If we were to go to another planet and find out that the masters and rulers on the planet were injecting the subjects with this garbage and you were trying to investigate why it was being done, you could only ever arrive at one conclusion. There only is one conclusion to be derived from the actual evidence of what we see. Because uh, if you go look up what are the side effects of vaccines? Look up each individual ingredient and, and go and see what the documented right. side effects are elsewhere that's because right. you, they didn't change when they got into the magic vial. They, that's bullshit. That's impossible. There's no right. science. Ingredient, right. They didn't all of a sudden become safe when they got put in the vial and they were all combined together. They're not now all of a sudden safe. <laughs> no such thing. There's no. never been a study in the history of the world that shows that you do that, that this happens. Right. Uh, adding, adding a diploma or a white coat or Paul right. Offit's pat patent document into it did not make these who's who list of toxic substances suddenly benign. Right. So you arrive at one conclusion and one conclusion only. 
that these were customer creation and customer retention strategies huh. for the pharmaceutical cartel yeah. who only make money on sick people. So they, yeah. they have a vested interest in creating more sick people. And that's why they own shares in all the processed food companies. That's why they all work together right. on making you, you sick. sick. Make you sick, keep you sick, keep you coming back for more. It's and not a conspiracy. I mean, it's so it obvious. Is. Like, I, okay, why, why, is an, why is a mammogram still used in the hospital despite the fact that thermograms have been around right. for a long time, proven right. far, far more effective and even far, ultrasounds. Far safer? Even ultrasounds. Uh, why is the mammogram still in place? Because it creates customers. Right. It creates why? cancer. It creates, it's, it, we, you know, it, a little teeny nothing can actually grow from after getting a mag mammogram. Dark field microscopy, same yeah. thing, been around for decades, yeah. proven far safer and effective. Guess what? It shows up if you poison the blood, you will see that the blood has been poisoned in the microscope. Yeah. But if you want to study health, it's going to show you exactly that too. But the, the hospital's never going to, never ever, ever going to implement this. They'll never implement digital iridology. They'll never implement dozens of safe tests that are done outside. The standard blood panel will never include true measures of health. No, it will never, never do never. that no, because never. it is about customer creation and customer retention and every single thing they do does that. Cancer drugs cause cancer. Osteo drugs cause osteo. Pain, prolo pain drugs prolong pain. These are all documented acid, scientific facts. Acid reflux, acid reflux medications cause acid reflux. Heart disease drugs cause heart disease. The, the recommendations from a dermatologist causes skin cancer. Yeah, the sunscreens cause skin cancer. Uh, the, pro the other products they recommend also cause skin cancer. The, yes. the, the dermatologist products recommend ca cause skin cancer. Yes. The cancer drugs cause cancer cancer. The cancer tests cause cancer. Yes. Every single thing you look at in the mafia cartels establishment all causes what they're supposed Repeat to customers. be helping. And uh, you know, it's the same, it's the same question as why do food companies, you know, put these toxic ingredients in? Well, because they're, they're creating an addict out of you. They want to repeat customers. So, you know, that's why you always see sugar, salt, fat, that magic triple combination in all foods because they know how to get the brain addicted and they know that all the same areas of the brain will light up as the same areas of the brain in a heroin addict when you eat these magical combinations and they know how to create addicts and the same with the, the pharmaceutical companies. They're, they're getting you addicted. Pain medications cause pain. That's the other one you forgot. It does. It, prolo more, it, it prolongs pain, so you need more of it. And, and causes. Causes addiction. Yes, or the, the prednisone causes pain. You try to get off prednisone. You need to wean off prednisone almost more carefully than you need to wean off heroin. I mean, you need to, uh, or wean off, you have to wean off very carefully or you get very, very, very sick from trying to wean off prednisone. That's how, I've actually... I've actually worked with clients, Terry, who I've had to work with them through the weaning process where they're weaning off of multiple medications, sometimes up to 15, 16 medications, and they're weaning off of, and you don't know what their side, the side effects from weaning off the drugs are often worse than the, the reason they even took the drug in the first place. Are those, the symptoms for which they took the drug are actually not nearly as bad as the side effects when trying to wean off of the drug. 
And, and none of this is conspiracy. This is no. what the scientific data actually says. Immune therapy drugs cause immune dysfunction. Immunizations yes. cause immune dysfunction. Yes. MSG is well documented to cause addiction. The only reason why it's in the, brain, in the vaccines in the first place is to get the baby addicted to processed foods from day one so the mother will always battle them with food forever and they will eat unnatural foods and become customers. Come on. It's, it's all in black and white for anyone to see if they would just really, really look. Or just turn on any drug commercial and look at the side effects, um, which death is a side effect of most of them, uh, or leukemia or some rare cancer. Uh, and we both know, you know, cancer is just toxicity. So like the, you know, the, the, before we go, cause we have a few more minutes, I would, I would just like to say um, the main point of this, this, these two, this two part episodes, we could probably do 20 episodes on vaccines and what they actually lead to. But the main point of this is for you to understand, um, what you're giving your baby, your perfectly, perfectly formed, perfectly healthy, perfect specimen of a baby, what you're actually injecting them with and ask yourself how, how careful are you with the, what they're eating otherwise, the milk and the baby food and, the, and everything else you're doing and using such safe ingredients. You're so careful about all that stuff and you don't think twice about giving them the vaccines. I urge anybody listening to please go to the cdc.gov website and please uh, look up vaccine ingredients and download the PDF file. There's multiple websites with vaccine ingredients posted. And I urge you to just read the ingredients and ask yourself, would you eat any of these ingredients? Are any of these ingredients nutrients? Are any of them actually building your health or are they really de are they really destroying cells, causing cell mutations, destroying the immune system, weakening the immune system, causing cells to act in ways that they don't even realize? Uh, for, for later causing health issues later on in life for your child or even immediately for your child and then go on YouTube and watch any of the videos any of the thousands and thousands of videos posted by soldiers posted by vaccine injured people posted by parents vaccine injured children including autism and many many other issues and watch these videos and ask yourself are vaccines really saving my child from these deadly quote unquote deadly diseases or am I actually causing harm to my child by giving them the vaccine and contributing to, to disease state in my, my child's body by giving them the vaccines? Well, you know, the other interesting thing is, you know, talcum powder and all these other things, they, they just keep doing things that yeah. cause costs that create customers. And if you can find true intelligence, is found in pattern recognition. And if you can't see this pattern when you're looking objectively and turning off the emotions, it's all right there hidden in plain sight for people to see if they would just open their eyes to see it. It's all there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talcum powder causes problems, but guess what? Doctor recommended. You know? Yeah. Uh, or fluoride. Fluoride's highly recommended fluoride. by all dentists. Fluoride is recommended by all dentists. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Harry, um, you know, I am always sad to go because I feel like you and I could just be going on and on. But I can't wait till our next um, show. I'm going to have to end this for today for time's sake. But it's been amazing discussing this with you. And hopefully, uh, if you're listening, this is, you know, I really encourage you to leave comments, post questions, wherever, you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, post questions and comments. Terry and I will answer them. Uh, you know, we're, we want to know your feedback, your thoughts. Uh, 
and uh, opinions and well, maybe not your opinions, but no, you, <laughs> uh, no, you can. Um, and you know, I hope this added value for you, or at least maybe it was a little eye-opening or interesting or uh, informative. And um, Terry Tiller, um, Terry Tiller, what's your website? It's just first name, last name, dot com. T e r r y. T i double l double a r t dot com. You got to check out Terry. He's got some really great programs that he does that are self-paced. You can do them on your own. They're fantastic. And then you can always come over to the bodyreset.com. Uh, you know, there's stuff over there too. And that's my site. And then you can, the elevatedlifepodcast.com is where all these podcasts are right now. And thank you so much for listening. And Terry, I can't thank you enough. Don't go anywhere. I'm just going to stop this and you stay on the line. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to doing future ones on this subject or others. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. So thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you.